0: Welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. I'm Nolan, joined, as always, by my great, great friend, Bruce. Bruce, how are you today?
1: I'm doing very, very well. Good evening, Nolan. As we record this Tuesday evening in October, it is finally starting to feel like fall sort of here in Florida. Um, We had a couple of nights in a row that dipped into the 50s. That's right. Wow. That's open window weather if wow. you're keeping track at home. Um, but you know what it also is weather for Nolan? Football. And mm. currently, um, you know, I live in a city that has an NFL team. So I want to rep them really quickly as we cheers for this episode 79, I think we're at. And yeah, duval. The Jacksonville Jaguars did have a nice win this week against the Buffalo Bills. What will they do next? Who knows? They're the Jags, but right now we're gonna enjoy a little Duval light over here from um, from Intu no from Bold City Brewing Brewing here in Jacksonville. I was gonna say Intuition wow. Brewing um, because those are two of my favorite breweries here in Jacksonville. But cheers here from myself. Mm. What do you have on this fine fall evening?
0: Yes, the leaves are changing colors up here in North Carolina. And I am about to dive into this Wicked Weed Brewing Dr. Dank Pineapple Dream IPA. Um, IPA with pineapple. So can't go wrong there, Bruce. It's delicious.
1: A nice Asheville brewery there. Um, That's pretty summery beer there, Nolan. Where's your claw hammer?
0: Well... I think I plugged Claw Hammer last time. Um, (laughs) Never, never enough. We're going to change up my Asheville uh, breweries there. And uh, shout out to Wicked Weed. If you guys want to sponsor, you know, that'd be cool. Um, But it would.
1: It would be awesome. I actually had a friend who was sponsored in golf by Wicked Weed and he wore their logo. Um, And when we went there. Uh, for my bachelor weekend, yeah, uh, we got a discount. Uh, I believe on our beers because he gave me some sort of discount card. So shout out, shout out to him. Um, I'm oh. sure he's not he's not listening, good friend Matt. But regardless, uh, yeah, Wicked Weed Man himself, Nolan. It's been a while uh, mm. since we hopped on here. We've had a lot of life. Uh, going on uh, between the the two families here at Corner of Gray Street Pod, unfortunately, we can't hop on every week or every two weeks as much as we'd like. Uh, we had to cancel a couple of things. I think we promised a follow up episode on the gorge stuff. Things happened, we couldn't um, we couldn't do it. It was more our fault than the other people we were going to talk to. So if you were one of those people, uh, we apologize. We we did not ghost you guys or or just uh, not do it. Because we didn't like you. We love you. It is more our fault and our busy selves. Nolan, tell the people what we're gonna chat about a little bit this week. Um, as we again get into the fall, it's a little bit of you know the the no DMB show season, I guess, if you will. Um, so a little bit of the dead season. Uh, mm-hmm. but we are we're gearing up for some stuff, uh, podcast-wise and DMB-wise. And uh, you've also been a little busy. Um, but yeah, why don't you set everybody up for what this, uh, maybe quick hitter of an episode, uh, is going to entail.
0: Yeah. Like Bruce said, a little, uh, a little harder to, to do this, uh, weekly, um, during the off season, especially, you know, not, not a lot of excitement around DMB right now, but there will be soon. And we are thankful for that, but I did have a nice little treat last week, um, Bruce and we talked about it earlier on the pod a few episodes ago, but TR3 featuring Tim Reynolds is on a little mini fall tour before DMB's mini fall tour. And it just so happens that they started the tour, uh, tour opener in Raleigh, North Carolina, right by me at uh, eight, uh, like, tap room that i was just at a few months ago um couldn't believe it when tim posted that they were playing at bowstring brew yard in raleigh uh, <laughs> so awesome so awesome i've been there one time and a band was playing there. It was a little outdoor outdoor stage like a little turf and i was like no way tim is going to be there and then just so, so happens so. a few weeks ago they announced that Joe Lawler's opening um for four of the shows so friend of the pod one of them yeah friend of the pod Joe Lawler uh and his partner Kristen Ray Bowden opening <clears throat> for TR3 and Tim in Raleigh and I bought tickets immediately um and this was this, was this past Thursday uh went with another friend of the pod uh Reagan. You've heard us talk about Reagan before and his amazing takes on DMB. Um, but, yes, you also know Reagan from the guy that ran into Dave in the woods in the um, at the Umstead or uh, around the Umstead in Raleigh on those mm-hmm. trails. Um, yeah, I guess people recognized him from that at the Gorge this year. So that was cool. But friend of the pod wow. joined me um, at TR3 and joe lawler and yeah we did like a little uh little reaction um but first i'll just uh mention a, a couple of the highlights um bruce if that's cool with you i don't yeah real uh, quick
1: actually nolan how much did you pay for each ticket
0: i believe it was uh 35
1: that's not bad and to see tim reynolds and Joel, I mean Joe Lawler and, and Kristen Ray Mountain for, for that matter as well, but but Tim himself, um just an all time great guitarist and musician. And to be able to see him in a setting like that, just an unassuming brewery tap room, whatever you whatever you want to call it, is yeah. so freaking cool. And I mean I to be quite honest you know, consider seeing someone like that um, almost a little bit like this is worth the money almost a little bit more than going to like a, a standard DMV ship these days, just because of how freaking good Tim is. And you're going to obviously get into this, what your reactions were and you were so close and like all that stuff. But being able to be that close to musicians that are that good is freaking phenomenal and priceless. So. Yeah, kudos, kudos to them for, for doing uh these shows and this tour and, and all that stuff. And anybody that's uh that's out there, go catch them if they're coming to your neck of the woods, which we'll get to kind of their schedule a little later. Nolan, uh go jump right back in. Tell us about the night and uh and everything that went down on that fine evening uh just uh just a little while ago.
0: Yeah, so I said the show was from seven to ten. Uh so we got there around six forty-five, ordered a pizza uh and then i think joe didn't end up coming out until like eight um so enjoyed some some pizza and beers outside and then joe and kristen ray bowden came out and nice little duo she plays the keys joe on the axe uh joe was sitting down on a stool for the first song (laughs) and kind of like Dave and like Dave and Tim and, uh, playing the electric. He, uh, he got up like toward the end of it and was like, yeah, for some reason I thought I was going to sit on us sit down for this show. I don't know what I was thinking. He got rid of the stool. Um, he's kind of a big dude too. He is a big dude. Joe's, I think me and him are about the same size. Uh, so yeah, he's a big dude, but he's just like, his showman presence uh, we talk about every time we mention Joe on the pod, but he was just such a showman and he was just ripping and I'm just, you know, right there, right up front. Uh, so that was cool to see. They played, um, some of her songs and great vocalist, by the way, she was, she was very good. Um, they had a good vibe and then then played, I think one or two from, um, joe's new uh trio the long way um that he plugged on the um on the pod when he came came on and joined us um so he played for a little bit then tr3 came out um got to talk to joe actually um after the set after he broke down his his own gear um <laughs> talked he's to a true player. roadie he is yeah give me a big old hug um so that was cool to Cool to see him and catch up a little bit and then tr3 came out and there was just nobody standing in front of the stage at all <laughs> nobody there were a couple people sitting down but i was just like kind of standing off to the side <clears throat> where i just talked to joe and then you know i just find myself right in front of tim's mic just front row and tim comes railed back, railed and what a rail rider just seeing Tim that close was just unbelievable. He is an absolute alien, he is tiny, he's a small man, but a powerful mm-hmm. man. Uh, I think he and I were the same height with him standing up on the stage, and <laughs> it was so funny. And just to watch just to watch him and how fast his hands and fingers are when he's playing, I was, I mean, I knew it obviously, but just to see it up close, I was like, what the hell? This is, <laughs> like, this is not normal. Um, they opened the show with after the gold rush, one of my favorite Neil Young songs. Nice. And Bruce, if you remember 2003, Dave and Tim tour Boone app state, they play after the gold rush. Tim plays it solo. Um, and then I see it 20 years later after listening to that tape. Uh, pretty cool moment. And just have that as an opener with TR3. I was bummed. all
1: time DMB show. I mean DNT show.
0: It is. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, but played in the same state too. That was awesome. And Tim just to watch him play the melody on guitar no one's singing he's just nailing it um unbelievable he play that acoustic yes awesome acoustic and finger picking um i believe he went back and forth but i believe he played that on a 12 string which is insane you,
1: you did text that he was finger picking the hell out of a 12 string at some point um that night and so it very well may have been that song but if it wasn't i guess it obviously uh was something more early on uh in the yeah, show no, but he, that is he, so cool
0: he came out and yeah played after the goal rush on a 12 string and was just savagely finger picking it i like who does that nobody nobody yeah martin 12 string and uh <laughs> what a g yeah then he then he then he uh, changed it up, went with the six Martin six string, and then he brought out his normal um, electrics that you all know from the DMB stage. The fly, the V, uh, busted the V out, and um, there was a Prince cover thrown in there. Ended the show with Rebel Rebel. Um, great, great cover, but I thought it was interesting. One thing to note was like Tim. Laser-focused on, uh, like, after the Gold Rush, I thought, and his original songs. But when they were playing a song like Rebel Rebel and, uh, you know, Tim's singing part of the chorus, but the other band members are singing, when they're playing those songs, Tim could play those in his sleep. <laughs> like, any cover song like that, like when d b plays a cover, it's just, like, absolutely effortless for Tim to nail it. Uh-huh. it's so
1: fun to watch him too because he makes great facial expressions i don't know if he does it um at tr3 i don't know if you noticed but you know at dmb he's he's a little bit of a showman too um yeah, and i think he, he sometimes just does it maybe more so for himself or to dave mm-hmm. makes little faces um, yeah. or to the people up in the front but yeah i i totally agree he can just play those songs i mean he can play them upside down with his feet seemingly. Um, and we all know he can play with his teeth. Uh, so yeah. that's hilarious, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Um, I was absurdly jealous, uh, that you were there doing that just like the whole setting and everything and and all the people that were playing and, uh, um, oh. just extremely mad that he didn't come down here to Jacksonville. I mean, how dare him.
0: What a cool tour. I mean, I've always wanted to, to see TR through. They've been a band for forever and mm-hmm. just uh, hadn't worked out, but I'm glad it did here. I mean, I could just reach out and grabbed him if I wanted. He had some funny things that he said, too. He you was don't just do that. talking about how hot it was. and I feel like a cigar in a humidor. He he said some wild stuff. Wild He's stuff. He's wild. Yeah. And so at one point, I think it was during the Prince song, uh, <clears throat> I was, t- I, Joe was like in the crowd. I was started talking to Joe, and he was like, I'll never forget the first time I ever saw Tim. I was like, "Oh yeah, when was that?" He's like, "2000." So like, what was he doing? He's like, he was wearing a, like all black sweatsuit, wearing a gas mask and a giant diaper. And he was <laughs> <laughs> he was playing death metal with one hand on his guitar, just just with his fingers, not strumming or anything. Mm-hmm. And he was playing the keys with the other hand uh, and then using his one foot for pedals and effects and the other foot for strobe light and fog. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, there's no way.
1: That's incredible. This was Wild. 2000, not like 1978 or
0: something <laughs> like 2000,
1: dude. Yeah. I I need to know where that was. Like was it in Charlottesville did he say?
0: He didn't say. No. No. Oh, that's...
1: I need I have so many questions. If we so get many. if we get Tim on the podcast, um that's going to be a top question. Hey Tim, um you know, rumor has it you've played in a gas mask and a diaper. Which one was more <laughs> or less comfortable? And um are you ambidextrous? Which hand was playing? <laughs> like dude, right? I mean there's God, like you said, the dude's an alien. I mean, he is absolutely he is such a beauty. He is truly will forever be one of my all time favorites in so oh, many ways.
0: Absolutely. Rock the shades the whole night. I mean, he of course he crushed and uh, we had like a, just a very brief hello after. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Uh, a fun night. Um yeah
1: did he uh, remember remember you from the chicago airport in 2018 yeah did he he fought yeah. he sought you out i'm sure
0: mm-hmm. he was like hey i know this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah we met we met at uh ran into each other baggage claim and at o'hare yeah yeah, yeah exactly oh yeah he you was at like the bachelor yes, party right five years ago right yeah how's your marriage great thanks Tim.
1: <laughs> yeah great have two kids now thanks yeah do you see all these gray hairs that I have? I'm catching up to you, Tim. Yeah, right.
0: But yeah, for him, I mean, Tim, all time legend. Um, yeah, it was it was a great time.
1: Yep, I mean, truly, truly jealous. Um, just one of the next time if he comes anywhere close, I, I am going to make it a point to to go see him if I can. Um, you have to. I I truly cannot wait for, for whenever that moment is. And we're going to get to, uh, now Nolan, I think you alluded to it a little later, but I want to hear what you guys, your immediate reactions were because it sounds like, uh, you had a great time, but you had your, your buddy Reagan up there too. So, um, y'all recorded something real quick. Why don't we listen to that, um, right now and see exactly what these two jabronis thought immediately after the, the Joe Lawler, Christian Ray Bowden in TR3 experience.
0: Thanks, Bruce. We're here after a wonderful show tonight. Joe Lawler and Tim Reynolds in Raleigh, Bowstring Brew Yard. What a night. Uh, Good friend of the pod, Reagan Lunn, joined us. And, uh, Reagan, we had a great time, didn't we?
2: It was an incredible time. I mean, to be that close... To see that kind of talent right in front of your eyes, Um, just an incredible night. Incredible night.
0: Incredible night. And, uh, you know, great to to catch up with Joe, friend of the pod. We've had him on before. Check out that episode. Um, But, yeah, such a great guy. And he ripped. He was a showman once again. Just a duo tonight. Uh, you know, a little different than when he takes the stage with DMB, which Reagan, you saw at the gorge, I believe, uh, I believe he ripped on rhyme and reason.
2: Yes. It was incredible. It was incredible to see, um, see him at the gorge. And then again, to see, see tonight, uh, anytime you get to see Joe's an incredible opportunity.
0: Yeah. And that was Joe with, uh, Kristen Ray Bowden. Great duo. And they opened for Tim TR three, And I had never seen TR3 before. Uh, They put on a great show. Tim is an absolute alien. And just the fact that he is able to savagely finger pick a 12-string guitar, a very nice Martin guitar, uh, absolutely blew my mind. And we were, like, feet away from him, just right there uh, on the front row so cool to see Tim up close. Just a wizard of his craft, Reagan. What what did you think?
2: The thing I was most struck by with Tim that you know with DMB you see him kind of um, secondarily, right? He's he's behind a little bit. What was so amazing tonight is to watch as the show went on. I mean, sometimes he is the front man. He is he is front and center. It is about what he is doing, and then at other times he also stepped behind and he he was comfortable there too. So it was it was it was so great to see Tim in those two different roles both as a front man and also as a um, supportive role
0: absolutely and we also got to see tim sing tim sings and that was wonderful i've never seen tim sing before in person uh some pretty good covers along the way but overall a great time cool venue there outdoor venue at the Uh, bowstring brew yard in downtown uh, kind of downtown raleigh uh outskirts of raleigh there um yeah great time overall enjoyed it buddy thanks for joining us on the podcast
2: hey glad to be here good glad to be a friend of the pod
0: reagan is one of the best promoters of the corner of gray street podcast that this world has ever seen he is always selling the pod to anyone uh and everyone who will listen. So, he did that again tonight, and it was wonderful. Thank you, Reagan, for your time and your efforts.
2: Anytime, I'm here for you.
0: Back to you, Bruce.
1: Wow. I mean, if y'all were gonna have such a terrible time, you probably should have just let me go. Um, I would have gladly you taken your spot there. <laughs> but no, it sounds it sounds truly like a uh, like. A great time and again, just super jealous. Um, it, we'll highlight real quick where TR3 is headed. Uh, after that, uh, they've played a couple shows in the meantime. Uh, looks like they were in Richmond with, with Joe Lawler, um, and then in somewhere called Rescue, Virginia, which I've never heard of, oh, and then hey, Harrisonburg. Yeah,
0: real quick, Joe did not play with TR3 in the Raleigh show, but I can oh. see that Joe joined them in richmond
1: that's brutal dude
0: what a dagger
1: tour tour opener though you know they, they just couldn't t- take the risks they're just getting their feet under them and everything but yeah that is brutal i would have i would have pegged them as as uh you know uh coming out there but they they probably knew you were there and just knew they couldn't give you all the goods they gotta leave you wanting more and they do that
0: yeah, um joe did say they were rusty so i, I didn't believe him but Yeah, Yeah, they were rusty. Probably fucking
1: incredible. Um, Harrisonburg, Virginia was on the 8th. That's shout out JMU. That's where my dad went and is an alumnus. Uh, And then if you're listening to this uh, on release date, which is Wednesday, the 11th of October, if you're in Columbus, Ohio, you better head on over. Find where TR3 is. Tonight, they're playing. Uh, And then they're going over to Cincinnati. Uh, Joe Burrow will probably be in attendance. Um, And that'll be the 12th and then the 13th down in Hazard, Kentucky. So we had Rescue Virginia and Hazard Kentucky. Hopefully, it is Hazard and not like Hazard, like uh, Alan Lazard. Um, And then uh, I think they're also playing in back in North Carolina, Nolan, Sparta and Charlotte, and Lawler is going to open for them in both of those. Uh, Mm -hmm. So you've got Sparta, North Carolina, which is where is Sparta exactly? Is this a real-time podcast, Uh, Google? Okay, and then Neighborhood Theater in Charlotte. We're going to have to get our buddy Chip uh, over there to go see that one potentially on the 15th. But yeah, uh, Muddy Creek Music Hall, which is pretty cool. Sparta, North Carolina, uh, there on October 14th. Have we figured out where Sparta is?
0: Yeah, Allegheny County. It is like Northwest, uh, Northwest, North Carolina.
1: That makes sense. Coming from Hazard, from, coming from Kentucky down into Sparta. That is going to be a one, two, three, four, five day in a row. These guys are road warriors. They are crushing it. They're doing it like they did back in when they were in their 20s. Mm. Wow. Just wow. Um, and then again, shout out to Joe Lawler, uh, The Long Way. They've got new music out. Check them out. Uh, it's pretty damn cool. And check them out if you're going up to the charlottesville shows um thursday kind of a night zero if you will um november november the 9th they're gonna be uh, at the jefferson theater the beautiful jefferson theater the only place i've seen tr3 by the way um in downtown charlottesville the long way joe lawler and special guests wink wink will be playing there at the Jefferson Theater Thursday, uh, November 9th. and Nolan. I did a wink, wink, but do you have a little more on that?
0: All I know is that Joe said, "Make sure if you're going to Seaville, you do not miss Thursday night." Now, this was before they announced that a show yes. was happening, uh, but he did. We had tell podcast
1: me- exclusive information.
0: Yeah, he did tell me that uh everyone should be there yep. and that there will be a lot of jamming. Love it. And Can't he I mean at me like someone's going to be there.
1: Oh boy. So, yeah, I would I would think that um you have a good chance of seeing Tim, um maybe horns from DM- DMB. uh we'll make a i would love to see buddy strong as well um because i feel like buddy can fit in just about anything there oh yeah and you know i'm sure chris uh chris and ray bowden will also perform it'll be awesome regardless so if you're going uh have a fantastic time that would be that would be really cool if we were going to charlottesville we would be hitting that show up um We've we've done the night zero thing in Charlottesville before. We saw some DMV members downtown mall um, you know, playing at Miller's, uh hanging out with John Dearth, um and and others. So it's epic. it's yeah, it's bound to be another just great time. And if you want to get uh super close to some just incredible musicians, uh that's gonna be your chance to do it if you're if you're not trying to get railed at the at the D shows.
0: Hey, what you said you've seen TR3 before?
1: Yeah. At Once Jefferson at Theater? Jefferson Theater. <sighs> I can't remember if it was 2010 um or when it was. I can't remember if it was a DMB weekend. Uh me, buddy Chad, um man, I can't remember who else came, but yeah, we that was the only other time uh or the only time I've I've seen TR3.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so that may have been a 2010 weekend where like the thursday uh before the weekend shows that tr3 did something and i can't remember and i don't even know if i can find a record of it um but i'll I'll do some digging i should have done that pre-show but i didn't even really think about it but that'll be really cool everybody that's going to be in Charlottesville, we unfortunately will not be um but we won't be shut out of the complete fall tour i do not think uh nolan is currently looking at being able to go to one show in particular, um, and I think that's the one and only that the pod will be represented at. But Nolan, where are you going to be potentially in November?
0: I will be at MSG Night 2. It is happening. Uh, I will be there with friend, great friend of the pod, Alex. You will remember him from yes, his epic... Adventure at the gorge with Carter Beauford. Um check that episode out. Uh we'll have more stories to come from MSG Night Two uh in gosh, just over a month, five weeks. Um where will you
1: be uh sitting slash standing?
0: We will be on the floor. Nice. Uh, not standing. Yeah, not not in the pit. We have uh floor seats,
1: <laughs> floor reserved
0: more reserved so uh-huh. uh yeah probably do some like really big uh you know pre-show meetup um <clears throat> with alex he has a big following in his own world uh, yes so we'll we'll have something pre-show and uh yeah look for the guys in the with the with the street signs on them <laughs> come up with some type of uh like a neon street sign corner of gray street jacket. Like those people that wear the fire dancer light up jackets (laughs) need just a street sign jacket. Um, yeah. Light your way to MSG. Yeah, no, but there'll be some, uh, some people meeting up pre-show, um, hit us up if if you want to hang and, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. And this whole fall tour, I think, um, hopefully it keeps up the, uh, trajectory of the summer tour because that was the best summer tour in a decade um so i hope i hope this fall tour is more like the summer tour than uh than last fall tour was although msg night 2 was also wonderful last year i've got a good feeling about it this year as well um bruce so plenty of exciting stuff coming up in the dmv world and there's one more um that we've been waiting on for a long time and i want to hear your thoughts on it bruce because I felt like it was a little under the radar uh kind of not super exciting but also kind of cool that now everyone can have access to it finally
1: yeah um november is going to be a a really really cool month um and you know while we were kind of away we got hit with something we've been you know privy to info on and kind of alluding to for gosh man it seems like years at this point it kind of has been because we thought about it uh five years ago 2018 when uh the album the their the Dave Matthews Band's magnum opus before these crowded streets hit their 20th anniversary. Every other album had had a 20th anniversary release. BTCS did not. Um, so here we were five years later still kind of waiting and honestly, a lot of the rumors had died. Uh, they were almost non-existent. People didn't know what happened. Uh, there were things that were rumored about it, uh, that, that we had heard about, uh, from even, people very very close to the project and then it just kind of went away um but no one finally we got a before these crowded streets 25th anniversary vinyl re-release um and that you know it was accompanied by some a couple of t-shirts um and a couple of other things slip mat i believe a couple different variations um a coffee mug (laughs) um a couple couple of variations in colors um swirl vinyl on on the warehouse exclusive a yellow vinyl which is also i believe on the warehouse and at walmart um and then i think the yeah. standard black um i'm not sure if there was another one swirl vinyl went very quickly um classic they didn't make enough and um it sold out within a couple of hours um just yikes um tragic and yeah it's being cut uh the lacquers are being cut there by uh by uh, the the great uh bernie Grundman, um and so we're not a hundred percent sure what masters are being used here um but we just do know uh that the lacquers will be cut by chris bellman over at uh over at bernie Grundman. sorry i misspoke a little bit there but uh the great chris bellman and he's done most great re-releases are are cut by him, but honestly it truly matters about where the sources were mastered from. Um, you know, when, when we've, we talked to, uh, Sam Erickson, I think he talked about a little bit about, um, the masters may have been found. Um, and I think that a friend of the pod, Matt Norlander, when he had, uh, Lily white and Harris on there, they had talked about potentially the masters have been lost. Um, so we're not really sure, and it's not in the write-up what they use. Uh, but we do know that it also comes along with uh, a new booklet with rare photos and, I believe, a an essay of some sort, whatever that means. Um, so, yeah, Nolan, um, I want to get your reactions to this finally being released, uh, re-released, um, and, you know, kind of what what you thought of it did are are you ordering it did you order it i guess uh and you know where you kind of are on this 25th anniversary just out of nowhere release of before these crowded streets
0: yeah i thought it was a fairly underwhelming release um hmm. i like that they are doing it obviously um people need that on vinyl like it's insane to me that they hadn't done it, uh, previously, um, other than the initial pressings, but yeah, I just like, there's so much from the vault that sh- I feel like they could have thrown in something, some type of bonus material. Uh, you know, Machead has been thrown around as, you know, that's what everyone wants to hear even if it's not like the greatest thing in the world or it's a nice little song, you know, to not include that, I don't really, I don't understand, um, throw the fans a bone, but they probably think they're throwing the fans a bone by releasing it at all. Um, it just doesn't seem like it was promoted that well, you know? And, um, I think they could, you know, if it were me, I'd make the whole fall tour a BTCS 25 year anniversary fall tour and every single show would be sold out. And I'm not saying you play the whole album front to back, but you know, if you made it a BTCS themed tour, Holy cow. Like that would be big time. Honor the 25th year anniversary in, in that way for like one of the greatest records of all time. Like let's not downplay it. It's perfection. Um, so yeah. No, I haven't ordered it yet. Um, maybe on the on the Christmas or birthday list, but um yeah, you know, got bigger fish to fry for the B Day. Going to see goose yeah. at Goosemiss. <laughs> so Wait. that's uh that that's top of the list there. Um who would but- have thought
1: that? BTCS re-release would get trumped by another band. Oh
0: man! Named Goose, named after yeah. a, a a bird. Yeah, a duck? exactly. A bird? What is it? Just a bird? I don't know. I don't,
1: yeah, an amphibian?
0: Mm-mm. No, I don't think that's it. Um, Probably the
1: dumbest thing I've ever said on the podcast. Um, but I I kind of agree as far as um several several things uh but first off if you're if you're ordering by the way just you know we'll pro tip uh a little cheaper on amazon and also uh if you got a target red card go ahead and save that five percent as well and get it from target um and you get free shipping but uh yeah nolan i think you know honestly super pumped that they're doing it right but it almost kind of felt like that it was one of those um all right guys you know what just everyone just shut up about this damn thing. Here you go. Here it is. Just F off. And fine. But, and maybe they're gearing up for like a 30th anniversary, something later on, but are they really
0: going to do that? I don't know. I I just don't think so. Also, Sam, uh, you know, it was mentioned that there was footage being Mm -hmm. worked on for some type of documentary for a BTCS anniversary that we broke on the pod, and that's not part of it. So I don't know. It felt like it right. it kind of felt like an afterthought release. Like, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. It's the twenty-fifth year anniversary. I guess we skipped it for twenty. Uh I don't know. Here's the vinyl. Sorry, over. here it is. Um yeah. And we it's only made it's a couple a of the C D master. Like it's this. no
1: better. It's just is what it is. Um yeah. And we'll see, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see, but, um, you know, regardless it it is awesome that it is finally out there. People can get their hands on uh, before these crowded street vinyl. People will have a limited edition swirl vinyl, Hmm. all of that. That's great. Um, but yeah, I agree. It did just kind of feel like they didn't hype anything up. I mean, I would feel like, you know, I would have been promoting things for like a month before, like every, you know, just dropping little hints. Um, And even if people guessed it on the first hint, just be fun with it. Uh, It's the most anticipated thing um, for years now is is a re-release of this. And Mm -hmm. just what are they going to do? This is the best that they've done. Like, come on, there's so much cool stuff. We have that one 30-minute documentary. um, And every second of that documentary is just magic. It's perfect. And we just want more. And we just don't really get it. There's nothing extra. There was no pre-order bonus. You know, there wasn't a, an incentive to pre-order, which is why you and I haven't ordered it yet. Um, yeah. And not that probably management cares. But I just think that, you know, it was it was interesting and a little, you know, kind of not deflating, but a little underwhelming. Um, and just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, that's great. But.
0: Yeah. I cool. mean, and it- there's so much, like, I, I don't know how you don't, at some point during this year, like, revisit the documentary or revisit some of Sam's photos or footage and, like...
1: Put them on social media. Do something.
0: Yes. How are, how are those not being posted, like, all year? I mean, I don't... That's a head-scratcher to me. So yeah. much cool stuff... That was such a moment in time for the band that like everything clicked and yep. it wasn't easy for them, but that's what made it so great and gosh, they just twenty five years is a big deal I don't I don't know maybe uh maybe you're right, maybe they'll save some stuff for thirty but um,
1: I know I just you know. I don't know, but I liked your point about, you know, a BTCS-themed tour. Now, what I would like to see is that they would play some of their commercials live and maybe expand on them um, and actually make them into, like, little jams and ditties and songs. Um, just, just, Just live. You don't have to, like, you don't have to play, you know, all of them more than once. If you wanted to do it just this one time, you played a different one. I can't remember how many there are. Um, but if you just wanted to play them and you threw in one, a show or something, that would be so unique and so cool. Uh, and just a little something like that. But regardless, I'm, I'm still really glad it's out. We are going to own this record on vinyl, uh, in very short order in about two months, we will probably both have one. Um, and a lot of people will too. And so that's really, really cool. But again, it's also just like, you know, people that don't have record players or don't like vinyl, They don't really get anything out of this there's no Mm -hmm. oh we release you know an alternate take of rapunzel or the alternate take of dreaming tree uh, that is widely renowned or or a maca and there's no um you know like you said a dvd a blu-ray with you know the supersonic great sound experience that they can that they can have um it yeah or or another show like another 98 show or something Mm -hmm uh that went along with it um and we probably sound spoiled and entitled and you know as the height of white privilege that is this podcast that is exactly what we may sound like but it's just our opinion so that's just kind of how we feel and we still think it's great that it's out there we're gonna get it it's gonna be awesome um but regardless we're you know we're allowed to kind of share an opinion that we just kind of thought like hey like you know honestly if we would have done this we may have done it differently if we could have just but whatever we we have no saying it.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'll also add I think like seeing we're ob- obviously fans of other bands and mm. follow what they do closely as well. And I mean, I'll use an example here Grateful Dead just released uh, Wake of the Flood, 50 um, oh. year anniversary vinyl, really beautiful vinyl, but also put out like the demo of eyes of the world. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's big. Yeah, but that's 50
1: years. We have 25 more years to wait to get that.
0: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you got to capitalize capitalize while you can, you know, uh, you know, I just think, you know, Seeing what seeing what other bands do too, I think you know, I think they could be doing a little bit more in that uh, in that regard. Um, but like you said, be great to have it. Um, we're not going to let that slow us down though. All right. No podcast is going strong. Concerts <laughs> on the corner coming Ooh. soon. We made a pivot. Uh, the gorge concerts on the corner proved to be a bit daunting. With oh my so many shows uh so
1: 25 years of gorge or something like geez
0: yeah that's a lot of shows we've got a pretty good list uh but i think that's going to take a little bit more time and that might happen farther down the road but bruce we're gonna have a uh concerts on the corner from 2023 oh yeah
1: and it's going to be really a kind of our 2023 summer tour basically recap um episode but we wanted to do it a little bit differently and a little bit bigger than just a standard recap. We've obviously recapped every show, right? So we could rehash all that, but we want to bring you our favorite moments, the best moments uh, from the tour and put it in concerts on the corner format, where we create an entire set list and an entire show based off of those moments, weaving in guests from the tour, uh, our favorite performances, maybe some of your favorite performances and to that point, Um, If you guys do have some favorite performances you want included um, or you want us to at least take a look at, maybe send it to us. Uh, You can reach us on social media at Gray Street Pod or shoot us an email. Uh, We always love hearing things like that and opinions on what you think the best versions are from the summer. We have some great ideas so far, um, but never hurts to have a have a little bit of extra umph from the uh, from the listeners as well. Um, and maybe it'll allow you guys to to have a connection. But there's going to be a lot of different shows represented here. We're going to make sure that, um, you know, really we're focused on, you know, performance of the song, not just kind of like, oh, big venue bias or uh, or whatever. I mean, if there was a guest on a song and it was not a good version, we're not going to put it on there. Um, and if it was a rare song, if it wasn't a good version, it ain't making the cut. Um, there's some things that probably won't make it that you would be like, Oh, that's a slam dunk. Um, but hmm, no, it's not going to be on there. So you'll just have to wait and see. Uh, so we'll probably do the, another YouTube premiere for that, uh, here in the coming weeks, we hope to have that out, uh, before the end of the month here, but it is, we're setting a deadline for ourselves. It is absolutely going to be created, uh, before the fall tour starts. So you will have a fresh, uh, concert created by us for concerts on the corner here very soon. So stay tuned.
0: Yeah. Exciting stuff coming your way. Um, hoping to nail down a few more people for some interviews. And we actually did. And next week we have a special treat for you. Uh, we will be discussing the everyday music video uh, with the director and producer of said video. Iconic moment in DMB history. You know the video. Judah Friedlander, the hugger. Classic <laughs> DMB, uh, classic moment. So stay tuned for that next week. Um, yeah. Bruce, other than that, Dave has stayed busy. Dave and Tim Farmade, Dave uh, performing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, not for himself, Willie Nelson, I believe. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I mean, Willie, uh, and I don't know if it was officially announced. It probably was, but. Um maybe i missed it but i think it was at least speculation that hey yeah dave's playing you know kind of for willie or something it it makes the most sense i don't think dave's there because of missy elliott
0: no but that could be cool uh (laughs) but yeah anyways stay tuned uh it's the fall tour gears up and uh you know we'll see you next week on the corner of gray street